Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Run With Allie Live podcast. If you're someone looking or thinking about running or someone who is interested in training for a marathon without getting that injury, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Run With Allie Live podcast, where I bring you special guests consisting of different running specialties, runners, fitness professionals, specialty doctors, and more to provide their own insights and advice on running, how to begin, how to properly fuel for a race, and how to mentally set yourself up for running successfully for life. Every single Tuesday, I bring you my own personal stories and how I became the runner, trainer, and coach I am today, as well as actionable results from being injured that have only enabled me to become a better coach for my clientele and for me. Thanks to the industry leaders I've hosted on my podcast for making this all possible to, again, become the coach that I am today. Being a Run With Alley believer truly means understanding the holistic approach to running as a lifestyle. It's not just about the fitness aspect, it's the holistic approach, meaning everything from training to nutrition to recovery to headspace to making time for your friends and family. That matters. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in weekly right here for new inspiring motivational episodes and guest speakers that will inspire you to change your life for the long run through running. We're in this together. It is Tuesday, July 7th of 2020, and it is a mucky, overcast, humid day here in New York. How about there, Joe? We have got exactly the same here in Athens, Georgia. It's, well, it's little Watkinsville right outside of Athens. It's, uh, it's been raining off and on, and it's hot. Humid? Oh, it always is this time of year, no doubt. You know, like my, my sunglasses saved me during my run this morning because it was like, you know, one thing I noticed is they don't even fog up. They don't even fog up. It's amazing. Well, I mean, if you get the right fit in your eyewear, and that's one of the features we really try to try to focus on is, you know, when you're when you're running your face, especially it's a challenge in the fall a lot of times when things are cool and you're hot. But as long as you've got a little motion running, it generally brings a little bit of uh, airflow behind that, the lens and, and just defogs them for you just like it does with your car. Yeah, and they look, I mean, super swanky, no pun intended. I mean, actually pun intended, though. And yeah, they're just amazing. Um, but, you know, uh, before I dive into the, you know, gist of our conversation, for everyone new on here, welcome to the Run With Alley Live podcast. Uh, what was not covered in the introduction, I'm going to cover here. So I bring together individuals of all sorts that overlap with running in some way, whether they are a brand or a runner or a doctor or an Olympic athlete. It doesn't matter. We all have one commonality that we share, and that's running, which makes it very special. We keep things authentic and real on here because no one, as I was mentioning to Joe, is smiling all the time. And that's what my brand stands for. It's a part of my coaching philosophy as well. Uh, for those of you back on here. Welcome back. I can't wait to, you know, share this amazing episode with one of my favorite brands right now that, you know, I can't really talk up highly enough, but we have one of the founders of the company right here, Joe Early. Yep. Just like early in the morning. 
You oh did my it. gosh. You know, everyone pronounces my last name wrong. I am so proud of myself that I pronounced <laughs> someone's last name right. Oh my gosh. Well um, so Joe, thank you so, so much for joining us today on the Run With Ali live show. We are so happy to have you. And yeah, I would love to hear about you, your brand and what you're all about. Well, thanks. I mean, we really appreciate you uh, having us on the show. Um, you know, we were talking about as a staff with this whole COVID crisis and, you know, kind of being sequestered. And, you know, a lot of the staff had mentioned that just podcasts in general have kind of been a lifeline or a savior for them to be able to get kind of content and feel connected. And so when you reach out to us, we were excited to be able to, to participate. So thanks for having us. Um, I mean, our brand, Tifosi, we're a, a sunglass company that started in 2003. Um, we're a husband-wife owned. Um, you know, it's it's just Elizabeth and myself who own the brand and work in it every day. We started it to um, really to be at home with our kids. Um, we were independent reps in the uh, running and cycling industry, so we sold to lots of different uh, stores that way. But if you know what an independent rep does, um, you travel a lot. Yes. Yes. And um, when we started having children, um, you know, we we wanted to be able to be home with them. So um, we started looking for, hey, is there something we could do? Because um, my wife was running a, a distribution center for one of the companies we represented. And I was out on the road selling and, you know, we were out there in the market. And really, we just saw that sunglasses were kind of they were either $150 or more or they were kind of gas station and there really wasn't something in between and you know we go around to see our shops once a month and they'd say i'm like guys you know they, they'd have sold we were selling a great brand at the time but they would have sold one pair in a month and i'm gonna be like Allie, hey i can't stop the car for for one pair of sunglasses you know you're on commission only then and they said hey if we had something a little bit better price they thought they could sell more so um we said what the heck and, and put together a brand and started shipping product in 2003 and um, went from kind of zero to a thousand-ish retailers in the first year, and then 2000, and now in the U.S. we probably have about 3,500 retailers who carry the product. So everything from running specialty stores um, like Fleet Feet Sports, or um, you know, lots of great uh, independent-owned running stores, to bike shops, to places like REI um, carry the product. So I have to ask because you guys kind of just blew up I feel like recently uh and I love your product how did you even get so big like that quickly well I mean I think everybody and I think you, you hear this a lot sometimes it, it didn't for us it didn't happen really overnight so we started in 2003 and we've been a kind of dominant player in the cycling industry for many years um but it was all technical you know, very sport, sport oriented. Think, you know, open lens design, something you probably wouldn't wear out to run because it doesn't, doesn't look cool. Um, and that's been 75, 80% of our business until about two years ago, we introduced a product called Swank and it was one model. And the idea behind Swank was to have kind of a, um, a more stylish sunglass at a real value price. That's part of our, our, our formula for success is really have high quality technical belt bells and whistles, but at a retail price, that's a value to the consumer. We introduced Swank at $25 for non-polarized and $50 for polarized. And in one year, it became 37% of our unit sales, that one model. 
And now that family represents about half of our business. So it has really expanded our business tremendously to not only do we have this technical sport product that's, you know, very, very um, sport oriented, but now we have this lifestyle component that you can use for sport. The athleisure component to sporting goods and running has just been exploding. And this product really fits to that uh, very, very well. So when you run our top sellers now, it, as far as units go, a lot of it is in what we call the swank family and they retail between 25 and 50 bucks and they look great. They're not going to, you know, you can go out for a run in them and they're not going to bounce around. But if you want to stop and have coffee or hang out in them, you still look good and they're lightweight. So that's, that's where we really have had some, some additional explosive growth for us. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know, uh, I'm, I know there's like a few other smaller, sunglass companies with your brand. But the one thing I noticed that I personally love is not only the quality, because I've dropped, guilty, dropped my sunglasses a fair share of times and not once did it crack. I was like, what is going on? And it's not like, you know, it wasn't a light drop and it was an accident. You know, it's like when you drop your phone, you're freaking out. It's the same kind of feeling. I was like, no. Like, yeah. You know, just. Yeah, you know, that, that story goes into kind of one of, one of the reasons we started the brand when we were looking around and every, you know, when you had a sunglass, you know, everybody's done it. You've had a pair of sunglasses that were $150 and, you know, you've had them a few weeks and you drop them and, and where's the scratch and the scratch is directly in the middle of the lens and you get this sick feeling in your stomach. You know, um, we make great lightweight products that are made from like a, a Grilliman material. Sounds fancy, but it's very lightweight, really hard to break. And then the lenses are all shatterproof polycarbonate. So you can hit them with a hammer. They won't break. You can scratch them, um, but we do hard coat them to kind of help prevent that. Um, but, you know, it, it the price point, I, I saw something on um, a couple of weeks ago. It was National Sunglass Day, and there was a headline that the average American, I think it was every 14 minutes, loses, drops overboard, leaves them in a cab, their sunglasses. So Not surprising. You know, yeah. it, it, it is a product that, you know, many people buy more than one pair a year. So, you know, our kind of sweet spot for retail, which is between 25 and, and up to a hundred dollars. Um, but really in the running market, 25 to 50 bucks is where we sell most of our products. Um, it's a, just a great sweet spot. Yeah, I feel like you could break in a lot more with the running market, especially because you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the coronavirus, and it's forced us to adapt to different ways. And I know that stores like Jackrabbit and just a lot of other local running stores, their sales have skyrocketed because people that were not running are now running. And it's for different reasons. It's for mental health. It's for physical health. It's not to race or PR. And maybe some turn into that. But when gyms aren't available, you have outside. The, I always say the world is your gym. So with that influx of runners, I am sure sunscreen is not going to do the trick, especially when you have blazing sun in your eyes in the summer. So have you guys noticed like an influx in sales? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a roller coaster of 90 days. So um, our business, the first two weeks of March was up 60 percent over last year. And then yeah. the very next week, our business was down 60 percent because most of our retailers that we sell to were either closed or, um, you know, closing or not accepting customers in. So, you know, we, we saw March, the second half of March was difficult. April was soft. Our, our dealer business was down like 85%. Um, and then we saw in May, things start to really heat up a, a lot. Not just our retailers opening back up and being open for business, but our own traffic on our website 
where consumers, you know, they want to get out, they want to participate. Um, you know, our main markets, running and cycling, are both on fire right now. Um, I mean, cycling, you can't find a bike under $800 retail in the market right now. Running shoes are flying off the shelf, you know, at, at running retailers everywhere. And I'm so excited because that particular group of our retailer base you know, they, they really felt it for a while there because they couldn't have their retailers, their consumers in to do fittings or anything. Um, but to see now with the explosive, we just ended June, we beat last June and it was, it was really one of our best months in the history of the company. In fact, our best month of our, uh, our own website sales in the history of company where, you know, consumers are, are trying to find it. And yes, if you're out there for any length of time, you wouldn't go out in the sun, you know, for an hour and not, wear sunscreen well, your eyes I'm guilty I'm guilty uh, you know uh, I just turned 30 this year and I was like you know I can't let age set in so I got to do something about this but also like you know it's really hard to run against the sun running fast yep absolutely so you know all of our glasses are 100% UVA and UVB protectant so you know it, you're protected while you're out there in the sun and and you look good but I mean you talk about balance on your on your podcast and just talking about this whole this whole COVID thing. I mean, you know, we're a husband, wife owned and run company. And, you know, at one point in April, uh, during my high school son's spring break, it, it was literally like the three of us and one other person that were in the building. And that was it. And, um, it's kind of interesting because we've struggled for a couple of years with trying to find balance. Um, if any of your listeners are self-employed and if they work with their spouse, um, it's, can be a challenge at times and it's a challenge to kind of find balance and we we have struggled with that over the last couple of years but one of the blessings through this whole thing is that with business kind of slowing down it allowed us to catch our breath a little bit and my wife's been an avid runner for years i'm a, more of a part-time runner i ride more um mm -hmm. but she's back to running four days a week because she was able to build new habits in when it was slower again you know she's getting I wish out I there she's given her my habit tracker sorry to cut in but oh like, no literally it was i time walk i still do time walk and color code time of day and if i miss something i'm just like why'd i miss that because like it's right there i have my schedule you know but yeah i mean this is amazing it's yeah amazing. getting get it's i mean getting those habits it, when you're busy all the time it's so hard. And so I think coming out of this, I think Americans in general, you know, a lot more people are out and active. And to me, I mean, this has been a, an awful time, I think, for our country through all of this. But I think there's a silver lining there that, you know, more people are going to be active coming out of this, both for running, cycling, you know, triathlon markets. I mean, you know, I know our, our, our gyms out there are suffering, um, but there is you know, the ability for people to get out and enjoy, um, you know, being active. And um, I think that's something that can be good for, for all of us for a long time. Yeah. You know, I find that very interesting because you said people in this are just becoming active, but there's like a thing, there's a saying my mom was telling me, it's like people are either drunk, they're either really depressed or they're either going to come out of this thing like super fit. Right. And, <laughs> and it's true. These are three categories. Or maybe Maybe all three in some cases. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe all three. Yeah, just creating that real balance there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've just noticed that, you know, I know the fitness as a whole is, is struggling. I know bigger gyms. It's probably not going to work with this whole, whole social distancing thing. I could understand how small boutique studios, it will. But you can't 
enforce that and have an Equinox open. I worked for Equinox in my past, great company, but I just, it doesn't make sense. Um, so I've also seen, I, I'm very grateful to have seen an influx in my coaching business that I moved completely virtually. But another bigger thing that I've seen back to your point about just like your, your small circle and you just taking, you know, a step back is understanding the importance of mental health and how it pertains to cognitive ability, productivity, even like for corporations, uh, this lady boss, one of my best clients, she was saying it was mandatory to take an hour break during the day with her coworkers to go running. Oh, like, wow. Amazing. That is awesome. Why does it take COVID for to instill that? That is crazy. I mean, it, it's it's so funny because we've had um, kind of different levels of of people with you know sporting participation in our business, but it you know we have a couple of people who ride on staff, and you know we've we've tried to have you know a, a we used to have a, a lunch ride where we go ride, and then there was a lunch run where a different mm -hmm. group would go run, and you know the last couple of years we haven't. We haven't been able to keep that going, but, you know, through this, even some of us who are remote, you know, it's a small community where we live. We meet up at lunch and go for a run or go for a ride. So, um, yeah. and you come back and you feel like, okay, now I can just, I can tackle the rest of the day. I'm not getting as overwhelmed. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten that something done for myself physically for the day. Um, mm -hmm. I think just that alone helps me to focus and then really just kind of knock out the rest of your day. Or even if it's at the end of your day, like that's the light at the end of the tunnel, like, okay, I've got to get all these things checked off the list and I'm going for a four o'clock ride. Yeah. Or run. Yeah. Yes. And I understand what you mean by being self-employed. It's like, you never want to turn off your brain is like, when I'm in bed, I'm like thinking about like, okay, I want to get up so I could like start working. I like jumped out of bed this morning. I was just so excited. I was like explaining, like, I should not be able to be allowed to have 11 hours of sleep, but cause I'm wait, I'm just so excited and so passionate and I have so much energy when I have energy, but I'm, you know, first thing I did was ran because I know that running is a lifestyle. I don't know about cycling. I love cycling. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but, um, just, it makes me a different person and it, it pertains to my work. It, it translates to my work, my relationships, my everything. I mean, running, you know, I find one of the reasons I really like running specifically, even as opposed to cycling for me, it's, it, it's, it's a little bit more even me time because, you know, I just, I put my music on and I've got a chance to just get out there and kind of be me. A lot of time that's a, sometimes that's prayer time. Sometimes that's just time that I, I, I have time to just almost think a little bit. And mm -hmm. then there's other times you can just go out there and you can just check out and go, Hey, I'm just. I'm just into the tunes. And so, um, it depends it, on the workout. Yeah, no doubt. If no you're doubt. a competitive runner, but yeah, yes. So, cause like, you know, sometimes during like a tempo run, you can't really think that much cause you're focused on no. like pushing your, you know, like it's like, but it feels so good after. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I've also noticed that a big, like just kind of transitioning topics here, a big thing in terms of advertising and branding has been word of mouth and has reintroduced that because, you know, when you take out people out of an office, you have people. Zoom is great. But if you're rocking 
cool sunglasses on a Zoom, which I've done many times. People are like, what is that? What is that? And like, before you know it, the whole Zoom has the class, has like the glasses or the product because, you know, everyone, you know, wants to feel included. They want that inclusion. They like that community. And the running community is a big one. No question. It's a huge one. Like women love the athleisure. Are you kidding? Like, it's like, honey, let's, let's get this tempo run done. Let's go to brunch and rock these sunglasses to the athleisure market which is crazy because to, to a different set of runners, it might be like, all right, we're going to do like eight 800 meter intervals. And then we're going to go like, you know, on our second workout of the day. And it's like just two completely different types of runners, but you still are applicable to both, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it, it's interesting. You talk about the community of running and you know, every aspect of running from the retailers to participants to the events they have this sense of community like really like no other market that we sell to um and that's what's it's i'm not sure if it's the demographic if it's just that that's just part of the culture but you know even the running the running specialty retailers you know they they all talk they all communicate. Uh, they share ideas. Um, you know, they they're constantly Wait, pause investing. Pause for a second. Have you been to the start line of a race? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Have you I noticed mean, what people talk about? Oh, a little bit of everything at the start of a race. So, and it's, it's like wildfire the way stuff spreads. Well, and you've got you've got people there who are out to you know set a PR. There's some people sitting there going, <laughs> "I want to see it this this particular." you know, time and you've got other people that are just out there to, to do it. And it's so, I mean, it's just, it's a very supportive community. Um, no matter what your pace, no matter what your age, no matter what your gender is. And we don't find that in all the markets that we work in. Um, so it's, it's very, very refreshing. We've worked with a lot of our retailers on, you know, doing their, you know, providing maybe some products for their run nights or their ladies nights. And, it's such a community that um, I know that, you know, during this time, it's been it's been a struggle and seeing the way that people are still trying to connect, whether it's virtually uh, online, you know, with, with Strava or different apps, um, just to try to stay connected to one another during this um, is it's all new to us. But this particular community continues to really work towards that more so than probably any other thing we've seen. Yeah, you know, and I always say I'm happy to help because I actually was in corporate America for six years. I was a digital ad director, ad sales. So I am very familiar and immersed in the digital space. That's actually how I built my Instagram. And I get all the back end stuff. I get how to build brand awareness. Um, I get SEO. I understand that. I'm a millennial, but, you know, it's I'm happy to, you know, help whoever I can kind of learn new things uh, because it's completely different than offline. Like tracking analytics is its own job in itself. You need an account manager for that. I did that. It was like crazy. I mean, it takes time. So, but you know, um, I'm actually going to like offline talk to you about this. Like I want to pair for my team, like the same color lenses, like for my run with Allie coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Onboard a new member with, I would even, you know, out of my pocket just to give them something cool to be a part of a community. People love that. We see, we, we do quite a few special projects. We just did a project with, uh, she runs this town where they did a custom sunglass with us, um, that, you know, they 
offer up to their members. Um, we do things like we have people that do corporate gifts or, or Christmas gifts even because, you know, we have the ability to even print on the cleaning bag, you know, your logo and things like that. So, um, and even the event business, you know, people at you're seeing now, it used to be, you go to a, you know, a 5k or 10k, a half marathon, you get a, you get a t-shirt. Well, we've had quite a few that have bought sunglasses cause it's fun. It's something yeah. new is different, you know, yeah. and everybody, everybody loves sunglasses. You know, you've got, it's fun to get the t-shirt, but you've got, you know, 50 of them in the, in the closet from all the different events you've done. So it's just something different. It's fun. It is. Um, you, I know what I was just thinking, um, are you speaking in terms of live races and events or like virtual races? Uh, now most of them we've done have been live, but we just right now we're doing uh, a promotion with, with, uh, with, uh, Black Men Run. Um, uh -huh. We've provided some prizes for their virtual runs that they're doing. I think it's in the next two weeks. So, I, um, if I were you, I would tap into, including myself, every organization hosting a virtual run to offer, yeah. like, like to be a part of, you know, one of the brands that offers some swag in their finishing bag. So, like for example, um, the Wonder. I didn't like one of my um, clients ran the like one of these, uh, the, the hot chocolate 15 K. Uh -huh. Right. And we both got like a bag with like a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. T-shirt. Like I have to laugh, but I was like, the coolest thing in here was like, and no offense. They're amazing. But like, uh, chocolate, like I love chocolate, you know, it, it was different. And also it's great for post running, but like sunglasses, never seen that before. And obviously that is, that's a it's great expensive. tip. I it's hard to scale. Yeah, no, but I mean, just that I would sign up for the race to get the sunglasses. Yeah, we have, we've had, we've had several, you know, in-person events, not as much virtual. We're just starting to see, you know, more of that proliferation right now where, you know, all the, almost all in-person events are on hiatus right now. So people yeah. are flocking because one, I think that they're going to virtual events because again, it gives them a sense of community. It gives them and a sense of And also like competitiveness. Absolutely. People love that. It's important. <laughs> we won't get started on competitiveness with me. My wife fusses at me about being too competitive sometimes. So it's okay. It probably keeps you both healthy because she's the runner, you're the cycler. And then you guys could, what I was going to say about cycling before is after my, I have a personal goal. I don't like love to like talk it up because I'm just going to do my best, but I want to qualify for the women's Olympic trials in 2024 for the wow. marathon. Wow. Um, but I got steps to take before that. That's but awesome. Well, one of our, people. one of our, um, I, I, I'm sure you know Molly who just qualified for the Olympics. She, yeah, was, wearing a pair, she, she was wearing a pair of swanks. Oh, she was wearing a pair of swanks. I know she was. I know. So I know. She's fantastic too. So great. Yeah. Person. I just look at her Instagram and I'm like, I want to meet that girl. She's, she so cool. she's, it, you know, I've, I've spoken with her a couple of times and she's, she comes off exactly as, as you see her. She's just a great, seems like a great person. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, next up, I want to do a triathlon and obviously oh. cycling comes into play there, but that's it like, does. I used to be a swimmer, believe it or not. Oh, well, you got a Very. huge leg up then. So you've yeah. got the aerobic, you've got the aerobic capacity. If you've, if you've got the stroke for swimming and you've got the run part, <laughs> cycling you do have to put in some miles to get that that efficiency but um you you probably enjoy it and they're they're similar to a lot of the running events a ton of triathlons are 
gosh, the people that are out there just they're just they're just there to do it. So it's it doesn't have that same um, kind of it's more of a it feels like an event. You know, it's almost like a party because everybody's out there suffering together. Everyone. I've done um, a few like, of them. I don't uh, I don't love the swim. Um, but, really? Well, I'm I'm good swim. I'm a, I'm an okay swimmer. I grew up on a lake, but I'm just that's one of the things that the mass swims start with tons of people. Whew, that's a whole new experience versus anything, everything else. I forgot about the people part. Like a oh, lot. Oh yeah, a lot like, yeah. in the water, kicking it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Um. So. I guess, you know, I was just, now I'm thinking about triathlons, Jesus. I guess, like, we've covered a lot on here. I could t- I could ask you, like, so many things about your sunglass. But I want to make sure that you get to say what you want to say and convey to my followers and your audience uh, on this episode, just because I think you're an amazing brand and you have a lot to offer to the running community and, you know, cycling as well. Yeah, well, I mean, not to be, not to give the, the, just, well, I guess to give the quick elevator pitch, I mean, our company is built on just kind of three things. One would be great product, lots of bells and whistles, um, high quality features and benefits for athletes. You can wear them casually. Absolutely. But, you know, lightweight frames, shatterproof lenses, you know, on some of our technical models, you see things like adjustability or even photochromic lenses that are lightened and darkened automatically. Um, but that so that's kind of always been number one. Number two has just been value. You know, we feel like our consumers, we the Tafosi brand has to have a value in what they're what they're purchasing. So, you know, versus a, a sunglass that's going to retail at $150 or $200, we're trying to come in at at, at $25 to $70 generally. So, because you know, people work hard for their money. And, you know, we've all talked about it at some point, you know, hold a pair of really expensive sunglasses in your hand and go, gosh, you know, I bet these cost X dollars to make. Well, probably so. There's a ton of marketing dollars that are in those um, higher price brands. And that's that's not a component that we have. We don't pay professional athletes. Um, you know, our, our I marketing. That. Yeah. So our marketing tends to be more, um, connection based on social and and through our retailers to connect with the retailers with our fixtures. Um, and then number three is just, we try to be the easiest company to do business with. So, you know, it, we have an 800 number in here that a person answers the phone. That's a dealer line and a consumer line. You get a, you get a live person. You don't get voicemail. Wow. Um, we do same day shipping. So if somebody orders, you know, by, I think it's two o'clock is our cutoff. It ships that same day. That's and we cool. were, we That's were good. even able to do that over, the craziness of COVID. Now it required my wife and I and our 17 year old son um, reluctantly shipping product, but there you, um, go. you know, you, you make it happen. So we just try to be easy. We offer a lifetime warranty. So if you have a problem that's a manufacturing defects, we're going to replace it for you and just keep it simple. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of our, our pitch out there. You know, you can go to tofosioptics.com. We've got all of our retailers listed on there to find somebody who's local to you. Or, you know, obviously we have the ability for for people to buy and even build custom products on our website. So you could pick out with, I think we're up to maybe 15 or so different models that you could customize your frame, your lens, sometimes your ear pads, um, whatever you want to make it personal for you. And we still turn those around usually on the same day. Yeah, I got to talk to you about a custom run with Allie's pair. I don't know. Sounds maybe like a few. Well, I, yeah, be, I love be, your stuff. I'm serious. I like love sunglasses now. 
be careful. I feel like I need it, a new one for every run. Well, you do. You do. Everybody does, right? Now, yeah. be careful. You get on that little custom um, configure on the website, and you can just sit there for hours <laughs> like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, no, I like that one, and we'll, we'll see it. We'll have consumers <laughs> that they'll send in an order for four, five, six different pairs of – of, uh, of eyewear. And even we started um, back around Christmas, we started offering computer and, and gaming blue light, blo- blue light blocking glasses. So now with people being at home in front of screens more, we'll see people find those as they're building sunglasses. They'll put a pair of those on for work too. So it, it's That's a lot cool. of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's neat to see what people come up with too. Oh yeah. Cause you could get some ideas, I'm sure. I'll, well, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a future project as we one of our collections we're we're constantly looking to do collections and one of the ones we're looking at doing in the next six months is kind of the best of from our custom shop picking color combos that our consumers have picked out and making that part of uh you know a regular limited offering that's uh, available at our retailers yeah i think things will just kind of probably also come at you with time when you see the popularity of certain products and why that might yep. you know spark i've just noticed for me at least that's sparked a lot of uh new like actually sparked a lot of brainstorming and me really going back to the drawing board and being like okay this area is going way up maybe i need to refocus a little bit and try this well as as entrepreneurs i mean you know it and i'm sure a lot of the listeners know that i mean the only thing constant is change you're always looking for how can you improve you talked about waking up first thing in the morning being ready to go that's that's I will say it's the worst for me sometimes because I'll wake up and it'll be 5:30 and there's something that just popped in my head that oh yeah we yeah. need to try that or we need to do this and unfortunately I have to get up and I have to write it down there's no yeah, chance me for me going back to sleep oh. at that point it'll be two o'clock in the morning if I don't write it down <laughs> then I can't go back to sleep so uh, a hint for everyone out there just keep a small little notepad beside your bed and then you can write it down and then you forget about it it's okay exactly exactly you know a list. A and your B list. B list could wait, but maybe just write it down. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know, but I, you know, I can't wait to, you know, follow your brand. And I think you guys are just going to keep growing. And I'm so excited to like, just be a part of it. And just, of course, to keep rocking my sunglasses around the world, actually. I'm not going to just say Brooklyn. I plan to travel. Well, I know we're all looking forward to when we can get out and do that again. That's, uh, you know, it, it makes this whole time makes us all appreciate or appreciate, I would say, you know, remember the things that now you miss them. You didn't you took for granted. There's so many yeah. things, you know, getting together with friends, hanging out, travel, uh, you know, for most people, a lot of those things have been either completely, you know, eliminated or they've been curtailed in a big way. Um, so I know we're all looking forward to the time when we can get out there and and get back at that type of activity again. Yeah, but I'm also like really enjoying this time in a different way because a lot of new doors are being opened and it's like uh, amazing. It's we, so cool. You know, it's it's unbelievable the the things that we've I think the ingenuity of, you know, of people and and really I would say Americans even in general just to see how people are adapting and some of the things that we're doing now they're they're going to stay. You know, having oh, yeah. Having Zoom meetings, yeah. you know, having people, some people maybe work remotely, um, even, you know, part time or full time in the future because they are able to be more productive in some things. Um, I mean, I've talked to, 
gosh, lots of different types of businesses and realize like, oh, this is always going to be something we do. I mean, my, my kids' school, um, they did online lectures. Mm-hmm. You know, during the during the shutdown, he had live lectures, you know, four hours a day. And they're like, well, gosh, we could record those. And when kids are absent, they could just watch the lecture after the fact. You know, I mean, there's just lots of things that you're seeing that, you know, a lot of this is a, a challenge for us, but also seeing kind of how people are overcoming it. And a lot of this is going to change the way we we do a lot of things permanently. Yeah. Um, and back to your point, I get asked all the time, you know, when things open, do you think you're going to be okay? Like business is going to be okay. And I said, yes, because this world is going this direction anyway. It always was, it was always going towards digital, but not forced. And if happened really quick, obviously under dire circumstances for some people, uh, unfortunately. And, um, yeah, I just feel like there's going to be a comfort level where people are only so comfortable enough to like walk out their door, you know? Yeah. I, I agree. And it, it, it also has introduced a whole new demographic to, you know, mm-hmm. being online, purchasing online. Yeah. So we, yeah. we you know, our, our Swank family has grown our, our younger demographic, our 18 to 24 sure. is our, is our fastest growing. But what's interesting is our second fastest, um, or second largest growth we've seen out of any age category has been the over 65 during the shutdown. Doesn't surprise me. Because yeah. they have, they've traditionally not bought as much online. But they so have the they, money they, too. They had to, yeah. and they yeah. they figured it out, and exactly. now they they're like, oh, this is this is this is great. So it was yeah, really like, interesting for us, and it, I, it's exciting for me to think, gosh, we've got this brand that sells from eighteen to sixty five. Like the, the amount of um, the spread for me is it, that's exciting. Um, so it, it's for all ages. It, really, it, it, that's been one of the really neat things um, to see. And I, I love going somewhere that I don't expect and seeing our sunglasses, um, you know, and, and and hearing, like hearing from you, like, how'd you find, I always want to know, well, how'd you find out about us first? And mm-hmm. you, you talked about word of mouth. Most of the time, that's it. They're in a store, they saw them right there, or they had a friend who had a pair and they, they you know, they thought, oh, those are cool. And, and then the person gushed about them. And then we have, we have a new... Tifosi. Tifosi means um, crazy fan. I don't know if you've ever watched the Tour de France on TV. No, but I should. I should. And that is very interesting. And I was going to actually ask that. That's weird. So Tifosi have asked that first. When if you've ever seen the tour on TV, it's, you know, the guys are racing up the mountain. There's these these crazy fans. They're on the side of the road and they're they're jumping up and down and screaming and they're right next to the riders. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like if, if you ran the, the New York Marathon, everybody there are screaming I all did, on the sidelines. I did, but it's canceled and, this year. But it's yeah. okay. It's okay, but, virtual races. But that crazy person on the side of the road, yes. that's what the Italians call the tifosi. So they're the super okay. enthusiastic sports fan. And for us, we knew that, you know, the guy riding up the mountain in the tour, he's getting a free pair of sunglasses from somebody but the guy on the side of the road he's got to buy his so he's our customer or she is our Mm -hmm. customer Mm -hmm. um so it also comes from formula one racing all the ferrari fans in the world are known as the tifosi so it's another cool crossover usually when we go to trade shows you can almost always tell if someone's from europe or not because they're they're such huge formula one fans that they'll see tifosi and they'll stop and like you know what this mean yes i do oh that's so cool it's fun. That is cool. That is cool. I did not know that that makes me like your brand even more. And I'm sure people listening will appreciate that. 
So, um, yeah, um, you know, we're, let's wrap things up because, you know, it is time, but I can't wait to, you know, like I said, keep following your brand, seeing the great things you do, be involved in some way, shape or form and keep wearing them and spreading the word running around literally and wherever. Well, thank Um, you so much for having us and continue to success to you and your podcast and your, and your coaching business. Thank you so much. And same to you, Joe. All right. You guys stay safe out there. Yeah, you too. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.